Hi, and welcome back to Self Love with Rihanna Marie. I am really excited today because I have a special guest, and I'm going to let her introduce yourself. Just kind of say hi, who you are, and maybe what your message is. Hi, guys. My name is Michaela. My full name is Michaela Arrington, but my brand online is Michaela J. And I'm a manifestation success coach and also a podcaster of a podcast called Mindset Magic and Manifestation that I'm obsessed with. Mm -hmm. And basically, my whole message is I'm teaching you how to manifest your next level Lux life. And we want it to be super easy. We want it to be decision, receiving, manifesting, Mm -hmm. done, rinse, and repeat. So that's my vibe. I love all things coffee, Louis Vuitton, and first class travel. So I'm also like super modern. And yeah, I'm just really excited to be here. Excited for all of the amazing things we're chatting about today. I adore you. That was precious. And also, (laughs) I, I forgot, I wanted to mention you are the reason I started my podcast. She gave me, remember that? She gave me all the info on how to start it. Um, She's like, you got to do it. So this is kind of cool. It's special in that way. It's a full circle moment. I love it. And I think it's so important when, I mean, we all have our own unique messages that need to be shared. And especially Mm -hmm. with the work that you're already doing online, you're hosting your master classes, you have your workbooks and you have your coaching it's like you have such a bold message you need to have a podcast people need to hear this shit people Mm -hmm. need to hear your voice and your personality shine through so I couldn't just sit on the sidelines and not let you do it (laughs) that actually means so much to me you're seeing me that way of course so special um okay I this is how I work. I like to know what the hell happened in your childhood and how it <laughs> and how it brought you where you are today. Um, that's like when I meet a new person, I'm like, so <laughs> what happened? <laughs> your dad? Let's cut straight to the chase. So we're gonna all your straight. daddy issues. All, I love the daddy issues. Um, oh, don't we? <laughs> so I just want to okay. look at you know, just go ahead and and share openly what really where the journey began. So in other words, did you have a sort of rock bottom that led you to choosing a new way of life where you've dove into manifestation and kind of a more um, awakened state of being, if that, if that resonates? Yeah. Even when you were saying that, I just kind of like laughed to myself <laughs> because rock bottom moments so much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's a long story. It's been a long journey as is everybody's. But in high school, my life was a hot fucking mess. I mean, yeah. like I'm talking something. Yeah, something was worse every single year. Like, I mean, one year I had an eating disorder. The next year, my parents got divorced. The next year, I lived completely alone. The next year, my dad went to prison. So it was wow. like literally wow. something every single year. Wow. Um, yeah, it was a lot, um, but it made me who I am. It made me very independent yes. and really strong. And I would not change that for the world. Those are just some of the biggest lessons that I would never want to take away. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got, I got to college and I was really excited for a fresh start. I go to college in Lincoln, which is 45 minutes away from my hometown. I live in Nebraska. I'm from Omaha. Um, and I was excited to start fresh. I was excited to do the college thing and like party and make new friends and all of that stuff. And I hated college at first. My first semester, I thought I was going to drop out. It was not for me. I did not like it, but I stuck through it because of some teachers I had and I get paid to go to school. So I was like, let's just continue. Um, and I ended up after my freshman year of college going on a five week study abroad trip. And I went to France because I'm a French major. I speak French fluently. Um, cool. Yeah. It's, it's so great. I love it. Um, so I went to France for five weeks and I had hit, okay. I've hit so many rock bottoms, but I had hit a rock bottom before that trip because Mm. we didn't leave until the end of June because it was all of July. And so for two months I was, I had moved back home. I was working full time, like 50 hours a week. I was working at a boutique and it was just exhausting in front of people all day on your feet all day. I mean, you have to look like a supermodel every day, you know, hair done, makeup done, cute outfit on because you're servicing people. Right, and I was right. working in a high-end boutique. And so I would work like 
I mean, 9 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. I would go home. I was taking summer classes. I would be too exhausted to see my friends. I actually lived, when in my hometown, I lived really far away from all of my friends. So then it was like an extra drive. It was just, Mm. I was unhappy like through and through. And I remember just so looking forward to this trip and so craving some travel um, because I'm such a travel bug. I always have been. And I decided that, before this trip, I was like, I'm just going to go and be the girl that I've always wanted to be on this trip. I didn't know a single person going. I mean, there were people from my school going, but I wasn't friends with any of them. I had never had a French class with any of them. So I was like, these people don't know me. So I can literally be whoever I want to be. And I went on the trip and I was like, okay, I'm not going to gossip. I'm not going to be negative. I'm not going to be rude. I'm just going to be open and accepting and loving. Like I know I truly am at my core and I'm just going to be happy and enjoy myself. And since that is the intention I set, that is exactly what I got out of it. And when I came home after the five weeks, I was a completely different person. It was almost incredible. And it was hard coming back home because then you're put back in your old environment and then you're really put to the test because it's like, okay, are you going to let this stick or are you going to crawl back to your old ways? And like, I lost friends and things changed, but everything went uphill afterwards. And like, it was a couple months after that, that I found out about manifestation and started to dive into that journey just because I was looking up things like affirmations and meditation, more of a positive person. And fell down the rabbit hole, found out about manifestation, and it changed my life all because I decided. That's what I want the main takeaway to be from my story is like, even in high school, when I was living alone at 16 years old, I didn't have a car. I had three jobs. I was head cheerleader. I was doing all the things and life was a mess, but I had just decided that things were still going to work out for me in the midst of everything. And going to that trip, I just decided everything was going to change and everything was going to work out for me. Amazing. I love I love your story because it really shows that beautiful paradox of rock bottoms uh, because they actually create miracles. And, yeah. you know, in my experience, and I love that you said, um, I don't regret any of that happening. It made me who I am. I think right. that's that's a core belief of mine. Like there is not one part of that that messy, and I've had a messy past um, that I have regret about. And there are things a normal human you think would regret. And, um, you know, in our case, I think we're the same way in that it's like that shaped me into who I am. And also when it comes to coaching, like I could not coach what I coach had I not gone through that. There's no way you could coach manifestation had you not understood what it's like to be in the space where you're not creating the life you want. Right. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, and it all comes down to that decision to make your past empowering. You know, like I always tell the story that when my dad was in prison and I was living alone and like life looked horrible on the outside yeah. and it was kind of horrible on the inside, I just had to look myself in the mirror and decide like, what's it going to be? Like, is it going to make me or is it going to break me? And it's mm-hmm. that saying of like breakdowns lead to breakthroughs. Yes, I love that. Breakdowns lead to breakthroughs. And they do. And it's just amazing how you came out of that. But I I really love that takeaway of all you did was decide. And um, it kind of makes it a more gentle, gentle thing for those that are listening. Like you can make that decision that you don't want to stay in the space that you've been in. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay. I have a fun question to throw in here. Uh, you are all about morning routines. Oh yeah. I would love for you to tell the listeners yours. Oh my God. Okay. (laughs) Let me me start with this with my morning routine is two hours long. Okay. It does not need to be this long. I'm a very excessive. I'm a very extra person at my core. So I love to make things as obnoxious as possible. So let me just start with that. And I'm not apologizing. I'm just giving you guys a warning. Um, so I wake up and it's usually between six and 7am. It depends on how crazy the day is before when I can get to bed, but I wake up at like, 6 or 7 a.m. and I do a bath ritual every single morning. So what that looks like is I just hop out of bed. I go straight to my bathroom. I start to um, like fill up the bath water with super hot water, of course. And then I use kind of whatever I feel inspired to use that day. So it could be anything from like a bath bomb to, you know, bubble bath soap. It could be 
um, essential oils, bath salts. Um, it could be like, I don't know, the like bath salts that make you sweat, like literally whatever. I just <laughs> all of the things. Like, yeah, all the things. It's usually a combination of like three of those. Yes. So I fill up the bath and I have all that going and then I gather all my supplies. I'll usually turn on my essential oil diffuser. And right now I've just been putting um, eucalyptus essential oil in it like every day. Mm such a calming um, and like cooling oil. So I will have that running while the bath is filling up and then I collect my belongings. So I always get like a bunch of crystals and I have so many. So what I do is I just like walk over to where they all sit and I just pick the ones that I feel drawn to that day. Mm -hmm. um, and so I will pick those. I pick a candle every single day and that changes because I have like six different ones. Um, <laughs> and I actually have a giant rose quartz that I put in the bath every day because wow. I like to infuse it with like that love, that feminine energy because yeah. naturally I'm very masculine. I'm a Capricorn through and through. I love hard yes. work. Of course um, you are. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't make so much sense. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, so I have to be very, very intentional about bringing feminine flow into my life. And so I put the rose quartz in and fuse it with love. I usually will get like either a hot tea or some ice water. And then I grab my journal, my favorite pen, and I just set up all of the things. And how I journal in the bath is I literally take a whiteboard and I just set it on my bathtub. And that's what I write that's on. Awesome. Now I, yeah. Now I have a bath tray, but it's actually too long for my bath. So I still use the whiteboard. Um, and I just use the bath tray as like a tray for my bed, but, um, you right, pretty much. So just <laughs> use what you can do with what you have. And like, sometimes my whiteboard has writing on it. So I'll just write on the side of the tub with my journal, but I get all the things. And then I turn on like, I don't know, super chill playlist. Usually it's like Natalia Benson's mystical AF playlist on Spotify, something like that. And in my bath ritual, I will just journal out. I journal every single morning. So I do that. Um, I'll kind of sit with my crystals, maybe do a light meditation where I feel into my desires and, you know, just kind of hang out in there for like 45, 50 minutes. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And have that like super luxurious, like self-care vibe going on first thing in the morning. So all of that takes about an hour. Um, and when I'm, when the bath is filling up, I also make my bed every single morning because like just making your bed is like one of the best things you can do for yourself. It makes oh, your true. room look so put together. You don't feel like you want to crawl back in bed because it looks pretty. So you kind of want to leave it alone. Yeah. So that's another life hack. Um, mm -hmm. so I make my bed every morning and then I usually for breakfast only have a smoothie. So after my bath, I'll go make a smoothie because I like to eat really healthy and I just think it's a good way to start the day. And I'll pull a card from one of my Oracle or Tarot decks and just kind of decide what I want my vibe to be for that day. Um, mm -hmm. That's the importance of morning routines. It's really creating the space for you to decide what you want your life to look like. Every morning when I'm journaling, I'm journaling through things that make me uncomfortable so I can push myself more towards the life that I desire. Yeah. Um, and that's just the space that I'm cultivating every morning. And that process may take you five minutes. For me, I like it to take two hours, but <laughs> to each their own. <laughs> what did you did what it looks like. I love that. Did you do it before our podcast? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yes. I did that this morning, and then I got some work done and had a brunch. I actually didn't have a smoothie today. I made um, some breakfast potatoes. I kind oh, of – I right? I don't really eat a lot of carbs, but I try to eat really intuitively, and my body's been craving potatoes. So I was like, all right, we're going to do it. So <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing that you're so connected to that, and you just follow whatever that says. Yeah. Um, I, I'm all about morning routines as well. And mm -hmm. I, I, I get it. I have a weird obsession with it. And it's yeah. because I'm not the same if I don't have it. And, right. uh, and it really calms me down because I have a loud negative head. And, mm -hmm. you know, I have to take myself out of that space always. Yeah. And I think that also brings an element of when you're on this spiritual journey or on self-love journey or manifestation journey, like you're still human mm -hmm. and we still need that space of absolute authentic, honest journaling and yeah. writing it all out. Because if you cannot be comfortable with yourself, then who are you going to be comfortable with? Right. Mm -hmm. If you yeah. can't write out, be really honest in that journaling about what you're going through without sugarcoating it. 
uh, if you can't do that, you're losing something and it's going to reflect back to you. So when you do take that time, it's beautiful because you're allowing all that space to release all of the stuff you're holding and love yourself in the process because you're writing it and being like, it's okay that I feel this way. I'm getting it out. Um, and then shifting your mindset to something more positive. And so I think it's powerful that you take that time every morning to get honest with yourself and journal. Yeah. And it's so important to me. And like, I am genuinely like since that study abroad trip, it's been very easy for me to maintain a positive attitude because I was almost, it was like intensive immersion for me when I went on that trip and it was like, okay, you're going to be positive for five fucking weeks, <laughs> yeah. you know? And so when I come back, it's really easy for me. Um, and I think part of the reason why it makes it easy is because I do that uncomfortable work every day and I look at the fears and I look mm -hmm. at the doubts and I affirm to myself that I can do and create and be whoever, whatever I want. And I, I mean, I'm human, so I still get in weird moods. Literally just yesterday, my car wouldn't start, couldn't go to my monthly massage and like almost cried. <laughs> I <laughs> um, that. Yeah. So I like ranted about it on Instagram and this is a good hack. Like if you guys don't like to journal, record voice notes, just record voice notes to yourself mm. in your phone. I mean, record Instagram stories and just don't post them. I mean, like whatever you need to do, if you don't like to write, say it out loud, just get it out of your system. Do an EFT tapping video, look it up on YouTube. It's there's so many out there for free. And for me, I just like got on the Insta stories super quick, talked about how I was frustrated. And then I talked about how I was going to shift that vibe because right. when I'm on my Instagram stories, I'm always going to be super raw, super real about what I'm feeling and going mm -hmm. through. And then I'm going to tell you how I'm fixing it. And so I'm like, I'm like, Hey guys, super frustrated. couldn't get my massage first world problems. I know. Yeah. And then I was like, <laughs> you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to turn on my favorite playlist. I'm going to pour myself a glass of rosé and I'm just going to dance around my room. And that just like instantly shifts for me. So that's why morning routines and just daily rituals are so important to set you up to shift when you need to. Amazing. I love that so much. And it is really that easy to get out of a bad negative space. Yeah. Like, one of my biggest hacks for that is just moving. Like, yes. it doesn't have to even be full on a walker or working out or something really physically intense. Like, I swear, just getting up and out of the space you're in and like mm -hmm. walking two feet, like you've just moved out of the energy that you were in. And yeah. um, the other thing I want to note before we move on is your authenticity on Instagram. Really, oh, yeah. what, you know, <laughs> what drew me to you, first of all, and I, mm -hmm. because it's always refreshing to see someone just be human, but also yeah. share, you know, share their process of getting out of that. And for me, it's something that I hold really dear to my heart and what I share, especially when it comes to self-love. It's like, okay, I have to be authentic. And, mm -hmm. and there's also, you get to a point where you, where you care about yourself enough. You don't like, there's, there's no other thing, but being yourself. Right. <laughs> like, right. There's, you don't have to put on facades or, or certain masks to improve or um, to have people approve you uh, because you've let go. Yeah. And I think I totally agree. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I just said, I think you have that down. That's all. Oh, thank you. Yeah. It's really important for me. People, a lot of my clients are like, oh my gosh, but like you're just on Instagram all the time. Like, how do you do it? Or my friends will be like, I want to start being on Instagram more. How do you do it? And I'm like, I just do it. I just decide that yeah. like, I'm going to do it. You know, for me, everything comes down to deciding my mission behind my life, behind my business is to empower women to create their lives through decision. Just fucking decide. And for me, it's like, I actually went to a talk yesterday. Um, it was like I don't, uh, somebody was giving a lecture on campus and they were talking about how in our day and age, often authenticity isn't the same as transparency because, and that's what I bring to the table. I bring authenticity and transparency because you can be authentically you, but still hide what's going on in the background. And for yeah. me, it's really important to be transparent and authentic. And like, a couple of days ago on my story, I had this huge rant. Well, I call them rants, but they're more like riffs. They're like, it has a posture. <laughs> yeah. I just call them rants because I think it sounds funny. Um, so I just had this huge rant about 
um, my up-leveling process. I have this up-leveling process. It takes three weeks, rinse and repeat, always going through it. I have a podcast episode all about it if you guys want to listen. But Let's go check it I out. was talking about the first week and when you just feel fucking crazy, you're making big decisions as your next level self. You're doing things that are out of your comfort zone. Your yeah. schedule's getting wild and you just feel like you are a moron. Like, <laughs> like what am I doing? Why am I doing this? Like, I'm yeah. so overwhelmed and excited and scared and happy and it, nothing makes sense. But it was so important for me to share those raw and real emotions because somebody else out there is feeling that way and they might feel crazy yeah. because nobody's talking about it. And so for me, it's really important to show up as authentic as well as transparent on my Instagram stories. Amazing. You are so absolutely wonderful. I mean, <laughs> thank you. Um, we have a question from someone who listens to my podcast. Oh, yeah. And they said, What to do after you put your intentions out to the universe? It's sort of hard to be still after. Mm, yeah. Okay. One thing that I tell my audience all the time is that your job 24 7 is to act as if. I did a live training one, a free live training, and somebody asked me this question. They said, is acting as if it's like a 24-7 always on thing? And I said, yes, it's your job to act as if it's already happened all the fucking time. Because when we think about this, and I think we're going to talk about this later, your next level self, yes. she has everything you want. She's happy. She's positive. She's glowing. She's energetic. She's fucking wealthy. She's excited. She has all the opportunities. And your job, when you put the intention out to the universe, is to be her all the time. And that's how you're going to draw that thing back to you. Because when you're manifesting something, you are manifesting the feelings. I want a Range Rover. Everybody who follows me knows yes, me. Yes, you do. <laughs> that I'm buying a Range Rover. I'm getting it in next January when I move to California. <laughs> waiting because I don't want to drive it across the U.S. So there's the disclaimer or I would already have it right now. Anyways, <laughs> everybody knows I want a Range Rover, right? And I want a Range Rover because to me, that feels elevated. That feels expansive. That feels luxurious. So yeah. when we're putting intentions out to manifest something, we're really just manifesting feelings all the time. And you need to ask mm -hmm. yourself, one, what feeling do I want to cultivate from this? You want a Louis Vuitton bag? What's that going to make you feel? You want to take a trip to Bali? What's that going to make you feel? And your job 24 seven is to feel that way now. Wow. For me, I did a deep dive into my money mindset in January. And I realized that when I'm attracting money, money makes me feel alive because I can travel. I can buy things for my friends. I just paid for my assistant's plane ticket to come to Cancun with me for a work event in two weeks. Like wow. that makes me feel alive. I get to pay for my assistant's first yeah. international trip where we're staying yeah. at the Ritz Carlton, you know, Amazing. like I, right. I, I'm just so excited about it. It's like, I feel so alive when I have money because I have the opportunity to do whatever I want. And so my job 24 seven is to do things that make me feel alive. How do I do that? I watch YouTube videos that make me laugh my ass off. I do my daily ritual because it makes me feel really good. I eat healthy foods because it reminds me that I'm alive and that we have so such an abundance of fruits and vegetables and healthy foods um, at our disposal you know, for most people. I mean, not in every yeah, place, but yeah. <laughs> for where I am. And I'm super grateful for that. And yes. I just do things to feel alive. So back to the question, making this whole circle, when you put your intention out to the universe, Figure out what those feelings are and feel the feelings now, every day, every hour. Wow. You just brought so much simplicity to something that seems complicated. Mm -hmm. You know, I think when someone's, someone is starting to inquire about manifesting something as big as a Range Rover or a big right. trip or a whole career, it's like, how am I going to get there? <laughs> <laughs> And and to simplify it back to what is that going to make you feel like the reason you want it um, feel that way all the time there you go <laughs> and, yeah. you know cultivate yeah. things in your life that are going to create that feeling and I think that brings such a level of ease to it yeah. uh, it also brings me into our next question which you're gonna love <laughs> <laughs> who is our next level level self and what steps can we take to become them oh yes I love it. Yeah. so much. Um, my whole thing is like, I'm 
teaching people to live into their next level lux life. Yeah. So this is my jam. This is actually the first thing I learned about with manifestation. Is it? Wow. I think so. I think that's why I'm so obsessed with it because it was like the first thing that resonated with me actually. Yeah. Yeah. Was this idea. So what is the next level self? The next level self is the version of you who already has it all. Fast mm. forward six months from now. What do you expect if there were no limits, if the stars, if the other galaxies, nothing is off limits, where are you in six months? Who are you? What do you own? What do you do? What's your money situation? What's your health situation? What are your relationships like? And your next level self has all of that in the most ideal form possible. And so for me, when I think about my next level self, she's really healthy. She has a personal trainer. She has um, her meals delivered to her home, pre-made, super healthy. She has an assistant who gets her green juice and her coffee every single morning. She goes to daily yoga. She goes to the sauna. She goes to the float tank. She gets weekly massages. You know, that's your next level self. They have all the things. They have all the money they need to do it. They have the career they love. And the importance of this is because that's what you're reaching for. Any of your goals, for any goal you want to achieve, if it's in your career, if you have a relationship goal, if you have a goal for school, whatever it is, there is a version of you who has that. And that's the next level self. And so for you, in order for you to receive that goal and to keep it and to preserve it, you have to become that version of you. So you who gets all A's in the 4.0 GPA, what version of you does that, has that, gets to maintain that throughout college? The version of you who gets a $10,000 bonus at work, what is she like? What, how does she do life differently? What are her beliefs? So that's the importance of it because we have to be shifting our identity and who we are all the time to become more and more of ourselves to receive more and more of what is authentic to us. Um, and the steps that we can take to get there is first of all, just identify, ask yourself all these questions. Like what car does she drive? What does she do with her free time? What are her energy levels? Like write out all of the things for me. I'm like, okay, she has Birkin bags. She has a Louis Vuitton collection. She has all of the Louis Vuitton <laughs> she desires. Like, oh yeah. She lives in a giant, like Beverly Hills home. She has a vacation penthouse in Paris, all of the things you want. And then all the feelings they have. For me, my next level self feels expansive. She feels luxurious. She feels high vibe, super energetic, all of the feelings. And you're going to write all this stuff down. And so it's literally in front of you. And after you write that down, you can look at it and be like, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing this. I'm not feeling that. And that's where you get to start making the tweaks. When I recently sat down to do this, because I try and up-level this next level version of me every single month because you're always evolving if you're not growing you're dying so you need to keep doing this um totally and so I actually recently wrote down like what's the version of Michaela who makes multiple six figures and I wrote down this whole list and I wrote down daily yoga and daily green juices and I was like oh my god I'm not doing that the green juices yep yep (laughs) some of them were so nasty so I went to Whole Foods And I bought a week's worth of green juices and every single night before bed, I rolled out my yoga mat and did stretches, did flows, whatever I felt like. And so you just get to see these lists that you make and just start to make the smallest tweaks. What are the smallest things that you can start doing? You don't need to go out and buy a Louis Vuitton tomorrow if that's on your list, (laughs) but you could go out and buy a green juice maybe once or twice a week to get things going. So, so cool. I, I really am in awe of the way that you bring so much practicality into manifestation and these like simple, tangible steps um, that others can really take. And I love the idea of the next level self. And I've dove so deep into like, who is my next level self? Yeah. <laughs> Michaela would want me to write about this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Seriously, like take notes as I'm like listing all this stuff. Really, really. Stuff that I teach my clients and like this is huge. It's yeah. so so important. So, and the next level self is like I said, it's always evolving because you're always evolving. And actually, in January, I had a huge financial goal. I had all these big goals for starting the year, and I hit them by the tenth of the month, mm-hmm. and which was crazy because I had set them for yeah. the whole month, and then I was like, holy shit! And then I hit them and I was like oh like this is great life's great and I didn't evolve my next level self 
And so what started to happen is things started to fall apart. Things were crumbling. Like everything I had set up all got screwed up and it was because I wasn't growing. So I started dying, not like literally, but energetically. And so that really made me realize how important it is to come back to this. And I've almost gotten into the practice of every week, maybe once a week, I will sit down and I will write new beliefs for myself. If I was a millionaire, what would I believe? If I was a billionaire, what are my beliefs like? If I had a personal assistant, what would my life look like? And I'm almost making these little tweaks every single week. I love that because that means that there is always room for more. Mm -hmm. those fears of, well, I I made it here, (laughs) you know, I'm at the top of this are are never actually accurate. And I feel like in that experience you just shared, it proves that because you reached such a big goal for yourself and then you were kind of sitting in the contentment with it and universe was like, what the hell? We got more. (laughs) Yeah. I have more for you. (laughs) Yeah. It's so important. And I read a book, um, a couple of months ago that even talked about this. It was like, okay, yes, you need to sit there and you need to be grateful for everything, but then you have to keep going. There's more, there's more, there's more. Like we live in such an unlimited and abundant universe. There's always more. And even just last night, I was sitting in bed kind of reflecting on the month of February. And I was like, I've done so many big and uncomfortable things. And even this week in my business, like my assistant got me scheduled on a really big podcast I was excited about and started running ads. And like, there's just like all these crazy things going on. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, Oh my God, like, how do I go even bigger? Like what is bigger past this? And so that was like my challenge this morning. My bath ritual was like, this is great, but what would be better? What gets to be even better? So beautiful. And there is always better. Um, better. Tell me about the importance of blending mindset and magic and practical action. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. It's so important. It's so important. So Let's break this down. On my podcast, it's called the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation Podcast for a very specific reason. It's actually a formula that I have and that I teach my clients. So the formula is you get your mindset in check and you define your magic so manifestation can become easy AF. And this is what I teach everybody because it's just the easiest way to do things. So getting your mindset in check is doing the daily practices, journaling through the uncomfortable feelings, figuring out who your next level self is, and like shamelessly pursuing this every day, all day long, tirelessly pursuing this and pursuing your next level. That's getting your mindset a check, being, keeping your eyes on, your, on the prize, keeping focused. And then the magic piece of this is so many things entailed into one. So when I teach magic, I teach define your own magic. So this can be anywhere from religion to spirituality to tarot cards to pendulums to crystals to psychics, anything that would be considered magical is kind of what I put under my umbrella of magic in my brand. And I think this is so important because we get to define this. This yes. is something we have the ability to do that people don't really teach. Like we're all, some people are raised, I know I was raised Christian and that resonated with me for a while until it didn't. And then I just didn't really believe in anything and that didn't serve me either. So what I did was I figured out what I believed in and I became super spiritual on my terms. Um, and when you have, and okay, so the importance of magic comes down to this. It boils down to two things. Um, as humans, we really, really crave two things, security and, um, oh my God, I just forgot the second word, um, validation. That's my word, security and validation. We love feeling secure. We love feeling like we have that group of friends we can go to. We love having our family to fall back on. We love to have money in the bank that we know we can have and spend and pay our bills with. We love security and we love validation. That's why you might text your best friend and be like, do you think this dress looks good? What are you wearing tonight? You text your boyfriend, what should I eat for dinner? Like we like validation. And that's what the magic piece does for me because it makes it an inner practice when I believe, I believe in spirituality. So for me, it's like, we live in an abundant universe. Like you get what you put out, your energy comes back. We have these 12 universal laws and that's the way I practice my life. 
And so for me, if I need security, I'm just going to put out the vibration of security and security is going to come back to me. And what does that look like? Well, it's like, what do you feel like when you feel secure? Oh, well, I feel content. I feel fine. I'm not worried. I'm happy. Mm. I'm free flowing. Um, so I just start to live my life in those feelings and then security finds its way to me. When I want validation, I just ask the universe for a sign. And usually my sign's seeing like a Range Rover or sometimes it'll be a feather. Other times it'll be a clear blue sky and everybody's sign is going to be different, but that's where my validation comes from. One time I was driving to Target and I was like, you know, universe, like I haven't seen a sign in a while. It'd be kind of nice to know I'm on the right path. And then I was like, well, I feel like I'm on the right path. So it's fine. And I turn in the parking lot and not even two seconds later, I saw a Range Rover drive oh, by. Wow. And like, I was like, okay, that's all the validation. Yeah. I yeah. <laughs> and so the importance of blending the mindset and the magic piece is because it makes manifestation so easy. Like when you have your mindset in check and you're so focused on your vision and you know who you need to be to receive And then you're grounded in what you believe in and you know you're always supported. You know you're always secure. You know that you can receive that validation at any point. Then there's no need to worry or obsess over the how and manifestation. And that's when you could just get in the place of receiving because receiving is an energy and that's how we get all of our manifestations. And so it's a long-winded answer, but it's, it all flows together so effortlessly. Oh, it all comes together. Every piece of what you just said is important because yeah. um, the importance is putting all three of those things together yeah. and because it makes it easy, like you said. And I just, I love that so much. Um, I have a fun question. This is something I'm really interested in. I'll be be honest. This is a selfish question. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So for a lot of conscious entrepreneurs and coaches, valuing their worth and pricing can be a really Mm -hmm. big battle. And I am curious to know your views and your personal experience with this. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's both this like very terrifying thing <laughs> and in the same token, it's like, well, you have to value yourself and you deserve to value yourself. And, um, yeah, that's kind of just what I'm wondering about and your take on that. Yeah. So pricing took me a long time to figure out because, cool. well, <laughs> yeah, when I was, Okay. Well, I actually started with a coach very early on. Like I signed on to be in a mastermind before I even launched my first product. So I had a lot of guidance along the way, a lot of nudges telling me, Oh, raise your price here, raise your price there. This should be the price. This should be the price of that. But it was scary because you're like, Oh my God, like I'm just starting out. Like pay this much. Like, do I have, is my life enough proof for all of this? When you don't have the testimonials yet, maybe you don't have a big following, whatever. Um, and so it was really scary at first, but as I've been in business, I've been in business for eight months now and yeah, wait, wait, pause, pause. You started this business eight months ago. Yeah. In August. You have accomplished so much. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And I started mine, um, 10 months ago. So we're, we're on like similar pathways, but that's amazing. You truly yeah. have to, I had to say that. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I had to say no. that. Oh my God. Thank you. I love it. No, I will gladly accept your interruption for that compliment. <laughs> um, I love, I love fast growth. It's something I just always pursued. Uh, I'm very impatient. So, <laughs> um, but back to pricing. So it was right. really scary at first. Like I said, like when you don't have testimonials, when you're like, I don't know, like this worked for me, but will it work for someone else? Mm-hmm. You're constantly questioning yourself. And that's when you have to go back to the process, that framework I just gave you, get your mindset in check, be so clear in your vision, know that you're always being supported by the universe, know that the results will happen. Um, and specifically around money and pricing, the thing is, when we don't put our prices up, when we don't value ourselves, we're actually doing the world a disservice. We're mm-hmm. actually doing the people we're serving a disservice. Like if you have a coaching package that is one-on-one for three months and you're only pricing it at a thousand dollars, you're actually doing that client a disservice because you are providing them, you have the potential to provide them with huge transformations in one-on-one coaching. And when they're only paying a thousand dollars, they're not that invested. 
The right. thing is, the more money that you invest in something, the more you personally are mm-hmm. invested in it. For me, the first time I signed up for a mastermind, it was $8,000. I was scared shitless. Wow. And so you know what I did? I took every little bit of information out of that <laughs> mastermind I could possibly get. Right. I did yeah. every workbook, every meditation. I was at every call. I was the one asking questions in the Facebook group every day. Yeah. I did all the things to get everything out of it. And it's an energy exchange. If you're charging somebody a thousand dollars for three months, like that does not, that doesn't fill you back up. And I know everybody's pricing is going to be a little bit different. So maybe these numbers aren't resonating with you. I'm just throwing out random numbers. No, they're perfect. They're amazing. Yeah. You just, you have to charge your worth because you have to charge enough for you to feel filled back up after your coaching. It is um, energy exchanging. Mm -hmm. It's It's exactly the energy exchange. And like, I just think it's so important to raise your prices, put your prices at something that is going to commit your audience. Mm -hmm. I have a friend who had her prices super low and I was like, you need to raise them. You need to raise them. You're doing your clients a disservice because they don't care when they're paying $50 for something. They just don't care. That's the reality. They're going to spend $50 at Target tomorrow anyways. Like they don't care. (laughs) So I just think, yeah, I just think it's really, really important. And also about the same time, don't tie your self-worth to it because Mm. the thing is when you're running a brand and maybe you're the face of your brand like I am if Mm. somebody says no to your offering if your self-worth is tied to that your self-worth is going to go down because somebody Mm. said no to you it's not saying no to you it's saying no to the expansion which I mean if you're a coach you can probably overcome objections and reach the people that need the change that you can deliver but make sure your self-worth isn't tied to it. Make sure the worth of the transformation is what you're charging for. So I hope all of that makes sense. <laughs> oh, oh, it does. And those are such important right. points. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think detaching a little bit and like you're not selling yourself. You're selling yeah. the transformation. You're selling point A to point B. And yeah. um, on top of that, it's the energy exchange because, you know, I think like really genuine, passionate coaches put – everything into their clients mm-hmm. like every yeah. all of their energy which is a lot that takes that takes up so much space and it's beautiful space and it's when it's met with someone who is just as dedicated as you are mm-hmm. um it's magic it's absolute magic and i think you're right like that's what pricing kind of offers is it's like mm-hmm. if you're the same way that you paid that $8000 when you started you put all of your energy into it and it paid off and, um, I love that. That was a perfect answer. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad it's just so important. And the energy exchange thing. And here's another thing. If you're starting out, yeah, you're going to price your stuff lower because you don't have client transformations yet, but you right. need to make sure that like, as you're changing lives, as you're changing yourself, we are always an example. You should be practicing what you're preaching. And so as your life gets better and better, you're the example and you need to raise your prices with that. It's like, my one-on-one package pricing has changed so many times because yeah. in in like eight months, the short amount of time that I've been doing all of this, yeah. my life has changed so much. Right. And like we said, you're selling them the transformation. You're selling them the possibility of their entire life changing. So there needs to be that equal exchange for sure. And do you totally tie in manifestation when it comes to clients and people who are going to pay that price. I mean, I'm sure you do. It's your life. (laughs) But it ties in. Yeah. I think manifestation is just a part of me. I mean, okay, let's let's talk about this really quick. Manifestation is always happening. The thing is Mm -hmm. I manifest intentionally. So that's like Mm -hmm. the secret sauce because law of attraction, which is most commonly tied to manifestation, it's always happening. The 12 immutable laws of the universe, yeah. whether you know about them or not, they're always going on. And you're always manifesting things. You're manifesting parking tickets. You're manifesting your Starbucks, getting an extra 50 cent charge you didn't yeah. expect. You're manifesting running into the person you do or don't want to see. And so for me, I'm just intentionally manifesting all of the time. And if there is a certain income goal I have for the month or like a certain impact goal for a a number of clients that I want, I'm intentionally manifesting that by up-leveling my energy and up-leveling my next level self to 
who is the version of me that has the clients already? Who's the version of me that has that money goal this month? And I'm just living in that vibration. And so that attracts those people. And there are other like practical things I do, of course. Of course, I take my action steps. I'm on Instagram every day. I make my offers all the time because I know my my products are going to change people's lives. I have, you know, I have all the things in place, but I'm also being very intentional about what I'm feeling on the day to day. I put such a heavy emphasis on how I'm feeling all the time. And if you guys are new to this, the one thing I suggest you take out of this is just start asking yourself like a couple times a day, what would feel really good to do right now? Mm. And it doesn't have to be for work. It doesn't have to be for school. It, it could just be in general. What would feel really good right now? Maybe that's a massage. Maybe it's a yoga class. Maybe that's going to get food. Maybe it's a coffee. Maybe it's a nap. I don't care. Just start wow. doing the things that feel really good. Oh, beautiful. So amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Let's go into a little bit of magic. So I just kind of want to know, you know, I love that you were talking about how it's something that you can create because that is, that's, that's spirituality. You can, Mm -hmm. your higher power can be a goddamn tree for all I can. Uh, (laughs) It is, it is your representation, which is so awesome. Um, and I kind of just want to know a little bit about maybe your representation of it or your favorite spiritual practices. Mm, oh, good. I have so many. Um, I don't even know what I would answer. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm trying to think there are so many things I do. Well, spirituality and magic is going to be different for everybody. And when I teach magic to my clients, I never tell them what to believe. I actually have this cool, I have a, a signature course where I teach exactly the mind and magic and manifestation method through and through. And there's um, a whole week on defining your magic. And basically we just take, we look at what you've learned in the past. Were you atheist growing up? Were you Catholic? Were you Muslim? What, what were those beliefs? And what resonates with you and what doesn't. And you just get to, what I tell my clients is you get to create and cultivate your own religion, your own spirituality. So do that and then create the practices that feel good for you. So for me, like I believe in the universe. Like I said, I live my life by the 12 laws of the universe. One of my favorite ones is the law of correspondence. And that law is kind of like, Uh, an email correspondence, you know, you have one email and then the next email corresponds with that. It's the same thing. You have a vibration and the universe is corresponding with that vibration and giving you all the things on that same vibration. So if you want to shift into receiving more, you need to shift your vibration and then the universe follows your lead. Um, Mm -hmm. So I really live my life by that. And that's why my daily ritual is so important. So I'm always shifting into a higher vibe. Um, Another thing that I do is I actually have um, a little... (laughs) Um, money altar, I guess you would say. Uh, I love it. Yeah, this is just a way that you can call in more money. And for me, it's just like things that make me feel really abundant. So I got a free first class upgrade a couple of months ago, and I like almost shit my pants. I was so excited. (laughs) Um, Literally on the plane, I was shaking when I moved. Um, I have my first class ticket um, underneath my money altar. Um, or my money shrine, I call it sometimes. <laughs> I also have, I went to Hawaii in October and my flight got super effed up and American Airlines denied me boarding access and then gave me a check for $1,300. So I have, yeah, it was crazy. Um, I have a podcast talking about this whole story as well. So you guys can go binge my podcast. But yeah. Oh, you need to, by the way, go binge <laughs> your podcast. It's so good. It's so good. Um, so I have that check there and I also write myself fake checks for my money goals. Um, and you can just search these online. I just search them and print them. And so I have a check and then I put all of my crystals on top. All of my crystals sit on top of this. And when I sleep at night, I put my debit card underneath the crystals in that pile. So that's like one of my spiritual practices around money. I really, really live my life by the moon cycle. Uh, I always tell my I, I tell everybody this, that I don't go by the calendar months. I go by the moon cycle. So when everybody is at the end of the month, I still have like six days because I wait until the next new moon to wrap up all of my goals. And so a lot of my practices are tied to new moon rituals, full moon rituals. I take, well, I just base my life off of the energies of the moon because there are certain phases that are masculine. There are other phases that are feminine. So during the masculine phases, that's when you need to be taking lots of action during the feminine phases. That's when you need the self care and get yourself in a 
receiving mode. So that's another one of my really important spiritual practices. Yeah. And if you want to get on her email list, I'll have all of her stuff. Oh yeah. But she sends out a killer new moon and full moon ritual that I still use. And um, I did use it for the Pisces new moon and my favorite. So, uh, so good. Yeah. That was awesome. I have this question and it's how do you connect self-love and manifestation? It's one of the most important things you need to do. Um, You cannot receive anything you don't feel worthy of receiving. Um, And if mm -hmm. you do, yeah, literally Mm -hmm. my job. If you do receive it and you don't feel worthy, you're going to lose it. And I can just tell you that right now, exactly what happened to me in January. I hit my money goal by the 10th of the month and I felt like a fraud. I was scared by how much money I had made. And then the money started falling away. I was getting emails and somebody was like, this isn't working. I want a refund. Wow. Um, And obviously it was just a technical issue. So we just fixed it for them. But there was just like all these things that started to manifest because I was afraid of the level I was stepping into because I didn't know if I was ready. I didn't know if I was deserving, didn't know if I was worthy. It's actually one of my affirmations that I've been saying is I'm so fucking worthy. Mm. So yeah, the importance of tying in self-love manifestation is you need to know that you are deserving of the entire world and so much more. We live in an unlimited, such abundant universe that there is enough for everybody. So ask for whatever you want and go big unapologetically because you can shoot for the stars. And if you land at the moon, that's fucking great. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's so cliche and Aww. so cheesy, but yeah, that's like really, that. <laughs> that's how I run my business. I have three employees and I was just Aww. in a meeting. Yeah, it's it's intense over here, Michaela J. Headquarters. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is the trick for fast growth, but that's another podcast. Oh, um, yeah. I know. We have to bring you back. <laughs> oh, my God. Totally. Um, so I was actually in a meeting with my assistant last week, and we were talking about our Pinterest strategy, and I was like, I really want, like, 30 new pins by next week. And we were kind of like, um, I don't know if we can get all that done. But we were like, you know what, let's just set the fucking goal and see what we see what happens. And uh-huh. we just had our meeting yesterday. And we are over halfway completed with like everything that we set our goal. Oh, so, my goodness. Yeah. Amazing. So it's like, and just know that you're so worthy of hitting the big goals quickly. That's one thing that's really big for me. But back to the whole, back to the bare minimum, like you are so worthy of everything and you can't receive anything you don't feel worthy of. And so if you are receiving like bills in the mail constantly, it's probably because you don't feel like you're deserving of having an overflow of money. Um, You don't feel like you're worthy to be in a state of abundance. If you are receiving bad grades on papers at school, it's probably because you don't think you're worthy of school being easy and you being smart. Like you just need to love yourself so hard, so unconditionally, because yeah. that's the that's the energy the universe is matching. Like I just told you guys with the law of correspondence, like your vibe is what the universe is bringing back. And so if you're doubting yourself, you're like, oh, can I really do this? Do I really deserve that? The universe is matching that questionable energy. Mm. And like, who wants to do that? I fucking don't. So for me, it's like the universe loves when we love ourselves because we are the universe expressed in human form. Like the universe is inside of us and also outside of us. It's we are all of the universe. So when we love ourselves, we love each other. We love the universe that everything just flows so much free, like so much freer and so much easier. I'm like cheesing over here. I wish <laughs> I'm like, oh, that is so precious. And it's true. The two go together. And, um, you know, people who listen know me as the self-love coach. And I think it's so cool that we've got self-love and manifestation here today. And and connecting and blending the two because they, they just completely go together. Um, okay. Yeah, I agree. And like one last thing I'll say on that is that when you, even outside of manifestation, say you're not manifesting things intentionally and you know, you're just like, I'm just going to do life at random, you know, like whatever. But if you can at least cultivate that like strong sense of self love, then your life's going to be fine. You're going to be fine because 
you, when you love yourself and you have like that good self-love, you know what you you deserve, you yeah. know what to expect, exactly. you know what the standards are around you. And that's what you're going to end up manifesting. If your standard is to be highly respected and treated well. And you know, if you like, if your energy and self-love is I walk into a store and I'm immediately serviced, that's what you're going to manifest. That's what you're yeah. going to get. So even outside of all of the mindset, outside of all of the woo talk, just loving yourself unconditionally and knowing your boundaries, what you will put up with and what you won't, that's going to manifest into your life. That is so crazy. I literally just put up a podcast about boundaries, empowerment. Oh, I love it. How crazy. Part two. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing because that's what it's all about. And I I just love that. And it's about knowing what you deserve. And sometimes it's making it till you make it. You know, sometimes oh, yeah. it's writing down, I deserve blah, blah, blah. And maybe you don't believe it when you write it down, but the more you say it and the more you act it and the more you feel it, mm-hmm. the more it becomes real. Um, yeah, the more you just feel into it. Like, say you maybe you want to make a thousand dollars every month, and that would be a huge blessing to your life. And you're like, I deserve a thousand dollars, I deserve a thousand dollars. And it might feel weird at first. Just practice feeling into what your life would be like. If that's really exciting, and then feel into being excited. If that feels yeah. really freeing, feel into freeing. And so then it becomes like, I'm feeling into this instead of like, I'm faking it until I get it, you know? Oh, I love your way into it. And it makes it so easy. Yes. Like what is the energy of making that much money that month going to bring you? And Mm -hmm. and, you know, what are you going to do with it? And like, when you can go to that festival, that's really expensive that you want to go to, how are you going to feel? Yeah. You know, and it's just going to light you up. You're giving so many, just amazing points. I'm literally (laughs) sitting here listening. Like I'm like, wow, this is (laughs) okay. Everyone is so glad. Yeah. They, they've got a treat. Um, okay. So I just have a few more questions and we'll end with where people can find you. But before that, um, what are your, these are like kind of quick questions. Mm -hmm. Um, what are your top three manifestation hacks? Mm, Okay. Oh God, I have so many. Um, (laughs) (laughs) feeling into things like I've been talking about a lot, identifying the feelings and feeling that now. Um, me feeling alive attracts money so easily, super Mm. easy hack. So feel into everything. Um, the second thing is figure out who your next level self is and take the steps today that you can. Like I said, I just went out and bought the green juices. I started doing yoga at home, make the little changes, um, and make the free changes, the things you don't even need to pay for now, because you're going to end up attracting the money to pay for the expensive things that you'll later manifest. So taking action steps towards your next level self. Um, and then my third thing would be try to start implementing a moon ritual. This is super powerful Mm -hmm. or even just a daily ritual, I guess. But for me, I just love going with the moon because just, you know, quick little (laughs) reference on the moon, the new moon, first quarter, full moon and third quarter. Those are the, the masculine energies of the moon, everything Mm -hmm. in between those, that's the feminine. So when you have a practice for the new moon and the full moon, you are literally doing the work to manifest the things you want to manifest because of that masculine energy. And so I just um, do like the smallest things to start with the moon on the new moon, write out your intentions on the full moon, do a reflection. Where are you at with your goals? Why haven't you reached them yet? What steps can you take forward? And if you do just that, the simplest of things, it's going to manifest. My assistant did it last month where all he did was write down his goals on the new moon and he hit like three of his four goals from just doing that alone. Oh, that's so cool. Those are my three tips. Oh, they're amazing. I love the moon one so much. (laughs) Okay. Favorite coffee order. I already know it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It's iced. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a good, I'm definitely a Starbucks girl. So I get three or four shots of espresso. Depends on how much I have to do that day. Recently it's been four shots of espresso. (laughs) So I get four shots of espresso over ice in a venti cup at Starbucks. And then just order that, pay for it. And then when they give it to you, ask them to fill the rest up with ice and then ask for coconut milk. And you'll pour in the coconut milk literally to the top and you just bought an ice latte for like $3. And then put cinnamon on top because cinnamon's really good for heart health and your skin. So $3, yeah, $3 venti ice latte from Starbucks. 
you are welcome. <laughs> Look at that. Everyone listening just got the coolest Starbucks order ever. Oh yeah. It's so good. Um, but if you are a huge espresso person or like I love to drink my coffee black. I need that caffeine kick. Um, but if you need some kind of flavor, throw in like two pumps of mocha or two pumps of white mocha if you like That's something me. really sweet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like a creamer with my coffee kind of person. Yeah. Is, yeah. is it coffee with my creamer? That's what I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, oh, you already answered it. Zodiac sign. How about uh, oh, yeah. what is your favorite zodiac sign that's not your own? Oh, Who do you connect with? I know. I know. <laughs> mm, I guess I'll have to say Scorpio because all of my friends are Scorpios except for like one literally it's kind of scary um every time I meet somebody they're like I'm a Scorpio and I'm like fuck another one (laughs) (laughs) what's Uh, your boyfriend my boyfriend's a cancer which is my least favorite sign I hate cancer that is because that is a polar opposite from a Capricorn yeah yeah it's like the exact opposite so like Capricorns are very masculine we have we're very work oriented whereas like cancers they're very emotional they're very family oriented so he's really the opposite but we balance each other out right Um, make that a beautiful healthy thing right yeah but all of my friends are Scorpios I like Scorpios because they're a water sign but they have such a fiery energy they stand their ground they know their boundaries and they still feel things very deeply um, they don't always show it. They like to keep things to themselves, mm-hmm. but I'm kind of the same way, but I have more of a very, like, I'm working, leave me alone energy, <laughs> but love a good Scorpio. <laughs> yeah, they are super strong. I love Scorpios too. I'm a Scorpio moon. And so my emotions, oh, okay. oh, I have, I am extremes when it comes to emotion and I like it. I do love that. about So funny. Yeah. I bet so many emotions. I'm a Leo moon. So still fiery, still, still not a lot of emotions going on. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Favorite Oracle deck. Oh, the work your light deck by Rebecca Campbell. No brainer. I've been wanting it for so long. I, it looks so so cool. My best friend just got it and we played with it and it like, um, I was having a hard day. And yeah. we did a little reading and it was like revolutionary. And it's so spot on every time. Crazy spot on. And I've been I've been reading tarot and oracle decks for like probably five years now. And yeah. it's one of my really most favorite magic practices. And so good. I think I have like 15 decks. It's kind of obnoxious. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So many. I love I, it. <laughs> I didn't even know. I, I totally manifested those. People just give me decks all the time. And I'm like, oh, oh. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> More ways to connect. Um, right. Okay. LA or New York? LA. Easy. I'm I don't so like excited. New York. <laughs> um, I'm ready for you to come here. To LA? Oh, yeah. God. So fucking ready. I'm moving in January. I cannot wait. That is so exciting. You're going to be in my town. We can hang out. Yeah. What area do you live in? I'm in Orange County. So yeah, (laughs) I'm like an hour away from LA. I grew up in LA. I grew up there till I was 11 and then moved here. And, but I'm so close. It's like the easiest um, commute ever. Mm, Yeah. Find me in Beverly Hills. That's where I'll be. I know you will. I have no doubt about it. <laughs> right. <laughs> no doubt about it. Um, okay. This has been my maybe my favorite podcast I've done. And oh, I am so grateful to have brought someone with your bright light here. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. shared so many things that held so much importance. And I really hope that the people listening got to really take all this in and take notes and Mm -hmm. um, apply that. And so I know the first time I heard you, I was like, I want more of her. So I'm guessing (laughs) the people listening are thinking the same thing. Where can people find you? Oh, yes. Coming out with me. Well, first of all, I will say that like with podcasts, you guys can download these and save them on your phone. So like definitely download this episode and just come back to it whenever you feel like you need a high manifestation vibe and just keep re-listening. I do that all the time with my favorite podcasts, but where you can find me. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram. I'm at the Michaela J. Um, I also have my own podcast, which I've probably mentioned like five times already. It's my favorite thing in the world. It's called (laughs) the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation Podcast. You can 
find it on literally any podcasting thing. You can even ask Amazon Alexa to play my podcast. That is so cool. <laughs> yeah, all of the things, and you can find me there. My website's MichaelaJ.com, and you can join my Facebook group because I do free live trainings in there all the time. It's mm. like my favorite thing to do, and my Facebook group is just Mindset Magic and Manifestation. Yay! You have so many avenues for connection. I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, free trainings. <laughs> totally. You know, thank you so much for coming on and sharing this space with me and yeah. giving your magic to the listeners and me. I got so much out of this, so I'm pretty stoked. Um, You're so welcome. It's so fun. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to close it off here. And is there anything you'd like to leave everyone with? Yeah, I just want to leave you guys with the idea that you get to decide in any moment what you want your life to be. Mm -hmm. Any moment. It's never too late. It's never too early. I found myself asking this the other day, is it too early to have the scaled business that I want? No, never. I get to decide what I want and I get to have it. And so When you are just reflecting on your life and you're listening to everything I'm telling you, just decide that all of this gets to work for you too. And it simply will. Wow. So beautiful. (laughs) Um, I was so appreciative. And thank you for coming. And thank you everyone for listening. And I will put all of her information in the show notes so you can find her. And I will see you all next Thursday. And don't forget to do something self-loving for yourself. (laughs) All right. Okay, I'm going to pause the...